Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. How many different types of fasting is there? I know there's intermittent fasting that's been really popular now for several years. And then there's certain types of food fasting, you know, doing a a juice fast or a juice cleanse. And and then there's social media fasting. And, And why do we have all of this? Well, it's because we think there might be something causing a challenge with our health whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, or D, overachiever, all of the above. And we want to limit its access to our life for a little bit and then gradually reintroduce it. And as we do so, we're looking to see were we just intolerant, maybe too much of it built up, or are we allergic and we can't have it at all? Well, what about doing a people fast? Bear with me. In the program Vista, one of the steps that I take my private clients through is creating margin, creating space for success. Now, if you think about margin, like on a on a piece of paper in a book, oh my gosh, if you go back to centuries ago, books of old, uh, there were no bar- margins. And with that Gothic type, oh, it was almost impossible to read. And what was discovered as time went on that our eyes contract successfully whenever there's space, when there's space on the side of the page, when there's space in between paragraphs, well, it can be the same way in our calendar. Can you imagine looking at a calendar that is jam-packed and scheduled every single minute. I actually had a coach one time that that's how he lived. And so that's what he wanted me to do. And I think I lasted two and a half days and went, oh no, scheduling my calendar like this, you thought was going to alleviate some of my overwhelm and it actually increased it. I need space. Well, same way if you're in a city And all these buildings, one on top of the other. And if you get out into nature where there's some space, it works a lot better for our mental health. And the same way profit. When you look at margin in a company, how much space do you have to be able to take mitigated risk? Even in your junk drawer. If you don't have space, you cannot put one more thing in there and actually think you're ever going to get that drawer open again. Okay. So there are five P's to creating margin that will either trigger a deficit or a deposit. And one of those P's is people. 
So you want to do this before the holidays. We're looking at how to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire. And you want to be looking at relationships where maybe it was going well, but not so good right now, or maybe it was kind of iffy to start with. You want to look at relationships that create confusion because that's disorder. Uh, Then after that, it can up into drama. And now we're looking at being dysregulated. And then you take it personal. Now you're dysfunctional. You're kicking off either overperformance or avoidance. So what is it that you need to do? And there's not a single thing that I take my private clients through that I don't do myself, but I've got to customize it to them and what they've got going on. So I'm just going to share a personal example from my life. Over the summer, I was forced into a people fast. I got a new puppy. I've been sharing that with you. Got a new puppy at the beginning of the summer. Well, puppies are like babies. And nothing else is going to happen in your life uh, for the first few months besides, well, maybe work and the puppy. So my outside engagements, uh, anything that I had going on had to get put on hold so I could devote myself to, to my bundle of joy, who is now six and a half months old and a hundred pounds. <laughs> it's a big bundle. So as I began uh, reintroducing people into my life, I noticed that there were a couple of relationships that weren't coming back as healthy as they could. And there was some confusion being created. I did my best to try to clear it up. And after the confusion, uh, there seemed to be some drama, but the, the, the key point I want to make is that when someone says something to you where they want you to take it personal, there needs to be a heads up because now we have a challenge because that is how you um, manipulate someone into overperformance. If you, if you have someone who is committed to misunderstanding you or they want to take the best parts of you and actually use it against you, and sometimes they don't always realize they're doing this, well... The best thing that you can do is look at the level of engagement with them and see how you can um, restrict their access to you. So what are levels of engagement? Your subconscious mind sees everything as symbols. There's metaphors. It's your conscious mind that uses language, but the subconscious is what's responsible for your habits and patterns. And and success should be a habit and pattern if you want it to be sticky, not a once in a while that's going to slip through your fingers. 
So the way I like to describe it is think of this beautiful garden. Now, this garden has a boundary around it, whether it's a a phenomenal wrought iron fence or maybe it's mountains on one side with a a babbling brook uh, on three sides, but there are boundaries to it. The only way others can enter your garden is if you give them permission to access it. And sometimes with our relationships, the way they evolved, we didn't consciously think about inviting somebody into the garden, but we realized that's where they're at now. And maybe they're trampling on some of the growth. So here's how your levels of engagement work. The very top level is going to be your relationship with your higher power because your higher power has access to the entire garden because your higher power is the one who created it for your benefit to bring you out at your very best. Then after that, you have the relationship with yourself. So there might be some areas of the garden that need to be explored and cleaned up. There may be some that need to be developed. And by the way, I use all of this in hypnosis. Uh, Then after that, the third level is the relationship with your intimate partner, your significant other. Now, if you don't have one, that spot typically stays vacant. After that, then you have a relationship with children or someone that you feel responsible for their upbringing. And here's a sidebar. If you get significant other and children reversed, now we got a challenge. Uh, What does that mean? There was a woman who got remarried and she let her husband know, uh, her new husband know that the children would always take precedence over him. Well, you know what? When you're raising them, most definitely. But that's not what she meant. When she said take precedence, she meant that what the children wanted, what they desired, and what they would say as far as what's acceptable or not, that their opinions uh, would take precedence over his. So she was saying that they had power over and he had power under. Now, that's a really unhealthy place for kids to be. In fact, uh, it's known as emotional incest whenever you put children in the place of a significant other. And um, and by the way, typically a learned behavior from watching other people in the environment do the same thing. Uh, so yeah, had them switched, you, uh, you can imagine the relationship did not last long. Okay. So you have the relationship with with children or those that you feel responsible for. Then underneath that is going to be other family or friends that you feel are, are like family. They're that close to you. These are all the people that have access to your garden of growth. Now, they don't have access to all areas, only your higher power and you have access to the entire garden. When someone makes a comment where it is virtue signaling, but uh, virtue signaling is bogus, it's fake, it it has a level of contempt 
to it. Superiority. I know more than you do, so you should listen to me. When someone does that, they want you to take the comment personally. Sometimes you need to take them out of your garden of growth and you need to put them outside uh, outside the boundary where maybe um, acquaintances are. And typically for about three weeks and then gradually reintroduce. Keep this in mind, over 60% of challenges in relationships are unresolvable. Yeah. So what do we do? Well, we actually look at how do we repair the relationship? How do we decide what's off limits? Um, what can be talked about? And what is shared? I always like to look at it that whatever comment they made, there's truth to it. It's the reason why I took it personal. Someone made a comment a few weeks ago to me, definite truth to it. But then I look at, did I need it? Did I want it? Did I desire it? I'll go through these in just a moment. And can I optimize on it? Do I need it? Uh, This is typically... Uh, whenever, when we're looking at boundaries, it's going to be the very first level of trust. If someone says something and we take it personal, what we're looking at, do they really get us? That's the very first level. Do we want it? The second level of trust is, are they for us? Uh, Did we desire it? The third level of trust is, are they person of character? What is it that they value? And can we optimize it? Well, that the next level is, okay, uh, w- what's their track record in assisting people with this? You ever have someone come up and give you a piece of unwanted, unneeded, unasked for advice, and maybe you didn't even know them? And they're they're asking for your time. That's the most valuable thing that you possess is your time. And they're asking for the most valuable thing that you can never get back. And you're going, uh, there's no trust there. It hasn't been earned. They don't know you. They're not for you. They're just doing their virtue signaling, going, well, this is what I think you should do. All right, back to the levels of engagement. You have someone where you're like, wait, do they really know me? Uh, Are they for me? You can't even pass that. And again, maybe what they said to you, like what was said to me, 100% truth to it. But in no way and in no form could I use it. And I did not ask for it. So why did they feel a need then? to do that. And as Dr. Gottman points out, there is what's known as the four horsemen of a relationship apocalypse, uh, criticism. A lot of times, whenever we're being offered that advice, it's in the form of criticism, contempt or judgment. They have put themselves in a place of superiority. If we approach them about it, they get defensive and stonewall. Mm. Now, I will tell you, 
I get defensive and I stonewall to step back for 24 hours and go, where do I need to put them? I do my best to give them a chance to repair. But if they choose not to, then they are put outside that boundary of my garden of growth. Because remember, boundaries, the number one reason is to keep you safe. And if you've got this person running through your garden, well, uh, you're not necessarily safe, are you? Now, I had one client say, Dawn, I don't have that many friends to be able to start doing this. And I went, oh, so what you're telling me is if you're thirsty enough, it's okay to drink poison. You know, let's look at engaging in boundaries, but then also look at what we need to do to begin to develop your relationship with others that, that you can begin to trust because you have shared values. There's a rapport there. Okay. So for three weeks, Put them outside your garden of growth. Um, it's up to you. I, since I have to make this so generic, it's up to you. Uh, if you want to do LC or NC, limited contact or no contact, and then gradually reintroduce them to decide how you're going to move forward. By the way, uh, if you need this customized to you and how to have these conversations then go to dawnlandrum.com, click on the link uh, for Vista, look at the program there, because this is exactly what I'm teaching you is one of the steps is how to create margin for success based on your brilliance, the best parts of you. Because what you're experiencing right now with others that um, are using the most magnificent pieces of you against you because they know that they can just keep coming back and doing it again and again. Uh, let's look at where you learned to do that, uh, why it was allowed at the time, and who you need to become in order for you to say, well, I understand that, but I'm no longer going to take it personal." Because it was never about you. It was always about them and what they feel like they were lacking and how they're using you to try to be superior. Until we get together again, brilliance, brilliance, brilliance. Get out and use yours in the world. It's pretty dark right now. People need your light more than ever. But to do that, it has to have a boundary. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And your time to thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process. So that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. 
So it, the this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says Time to Thrive. 